Welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a coach and champion for women in tech and founder of Seedmums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. The Mums on Cloud9 podcast aims to inspire mums to progress their career in the Salesforce sector from starting out to climbing up the career ladder. We provide top tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that many women can face in the workplace. During the last four episodes, I've been talking about how to create your parents' flex-up career plan. And today we're on part four. The reason for this career plan is that we've been running a Parents Flex Up campaign, which is very much about inspiring parents to think about how they can relaunch their career in the Salesforce sector and achieve that average salary of £60,000 a year or $120,000 a year as a Salesforce professional. I've been teaching people on this series how to earn more, work less and love life um, with four kind of key ingredients. So if you missed part one to three, then do check them out. During part one, we talked about having the right mindset for success. During part two, we looked at how and what to learn to accelerate your success. During part three, we talked about how to decide which job and the career path which is right for you. And during part four today, we're talking about how to make yourself in demand and indispensable. So I'm looking forward to sharing my top tips with you today to help you think about how you can stand out in the job crowd, how you can negotiate a promotion or how you can reduce the risk of your job in a possible recession going forward. To start with, I'm going to talk about three top tips and these really draw on and reflect on some of the content that I covered within the first three parts of this series. So firstly, if you want to really stand out, be uh, indispensable to an organisation. The first top tip is to have a positive, ambitious mindset. You want to demonstrate to somebody that you are driven, you are energised, you are confident, you are enthusiastic to learn new things. People want to love having you around. They want to know that you relish life and work and that you have clear goals to work towards. As an individual, you want to be seen and heard, especially if you are working remotely. You know, don't be scared of picking up the phone to people, talking to people. Don't work in isolation thinking, well, nobody's reached out to me. You've got to have that positive, ambitious mindset. And that's not just if you're in a job, but also if you're working with recruiters and you're sat at home trying to get a job, constantly be seen and be heard on social media and say, picking up the phone, talking to people. You need to have that ambitious mindset. So if you want to get clear on that mindset piece, go and listen to part one again if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, I'm talking a lot more about how to embed that positive mindset psyche within yourself. So that's the first tip. The second tip is to demonstrate your appetite for learning and gaining new certification and skills to advance your skills in the role. What I don't want to encourage here is is don't learn for the sake of learning because there's no point getting loads of certifications and then you can't remember the content and they don't really add value. But if you listen back to part two where I talked about what to learn, really get those foundation skills into place. Get your admin cert, get your business analysis skills in place and learn those additional certifications I talked about in year one and then start building on those additional certs to really add value and build on your expertise and an industry knowledge. You also want to think about those transferable skills and expertise that you have and really start to sell those to people. You want to become the trusted expert. Um, You want people to believe that you know what you're talking about. And if you haven't got the confidence yet, then that's where you need to work with additional trainers and mentors to build your confidence and expertise. 
So demonstrate your appetite for learning, talk about the training that you're doing, talk about the mentors and experts that you're working with, talk about your your learning plan for the next two years, what you want to achieve. That's the second tip. And if you need help with that, say, listen back to part two. The third is getting really clear on the skills, strengths and attributes that you bring to a job role. Don't be desperate for a job and say, oh, I just want any job in the salesforce sector because really that is not appealing. But instead say, you know what, I'd really relish this job because I am fast paced. I enjoy to learn new things. I don't mind being out of my comfort zone. You know, talk to them about why your attributes really lend themselves to that job role really well. You know, if you really actually enjoy working in a familiar environment and working for a company for quite a while and and living and breathing that company share that with them show them that because maybe you've worked at a previous company for five or six years you know give them that assurance that you've really thought about this job role and why it's right for you so demonstrate the outcomes you've achieved previously talk about the feedback that you've got from those job roles previously the impact that you had on the business where you worked before um, and really share that with them and think about how, as I say, you're selling yourself to them. If you're pitching for a new job role, question them on what their business pain points are and, and needs and find out what their challenges are and then propose how you can add value to that company, what the value is that you can bring to them. So really start trying to articulate the value that if you're working in a company already, you want to articulate the value that you're bringing to that company and to shout about that. Um, But if you're going to go into a company, talk about the value that you can bring to them based on your previous experience. I say those tips lend themselves to the previous parts of this series that I've been talking about. Now, the next four tips really reinforce and add value and emphasize everything that I've talked about already. And this is about really aligning yourself to Salesforce's core values. So I talked about in episode three, how Salesforce has weathered all these economic downturns and challenges in their life. They've continued to grow year on year, continue to be the number one CRM solution. How have they done that? You know, how are they so strong and courageous and successful? So what I want you to do is think about how you mirror how they've been successful by amplifying their values. Because I think that's what Salesforce does well. It puts its values head and shoulders above their brand. And they encourage the rest of the ecosystem to follow suit. And when we talk about the ecosystem, we're talking about every Salesforce professional within it, those 14 million people working in the Salesforce sector. And we're talking about every company that also works with the ecosystem. They encourage everybody to get behind these core values. So let's reflect on what these core values are for a moment and how you can live out these values as a Salesforce professional. So the first is trust. Salesforce have on their website that they act as trusted advisors to their customers, employees and extended family through transparency, security, compliance, privacy and performance by delivering the industry's most trusted infrastructure. So what I want you to think about is as a Salesforce professional, how can you promote trust and confidence in your role and to step into that position of authority? In order for you to do that, you're going to have to step into everything that we've covered during this four part series. You're going to have to have that confidence and that mindset. You're going to have to have that learning and those certifications. You're going to have to be in a job role that really suits you and your attributes. So I want you to think about how you can position yourself as an authority of trust. 
The second is customer success, the second value. So Salesforce talk about focusing on demonstrating, articulating the value of their product to help a customer appreciate its contribution to their business and how they are achieving customer success. So as a Salesforce professional, you want to make yourself indispensable by clearly reporting back on the ROI, return on investment, that the CRM has had and the related work that you are doing to show that you are supporting the company achieving its financial bottom line. So think about how as a Salesforce professional you can help contribute to customer success and demonstrate that you're doing that. The third value that Salesforce talk about is innovation. Salesforce continue to innovate and expand on their suite of products to add value and give customers a competitive advantage. This helps them build out their relationships with companies. So as a Salesforce professional, it is advisable that you follow suit too, that you diversify your skills in the suite of products, that you equally give more value to your current or prospective employee than alone. So that appetite for lifelong learning, to keep learning, to learn what the company needs, to learn about what products might suit that need and to keep innovating keeps you attractive. The fourth value that Salesforce talk about is equality. So Salesforce believe that everyone should be seen, heard, valued and empowered to succeed. They like to hear diverse perspectives that fuel innovation, deepen connections between people and that makes them a better company. So as a Salesforce professional, you are one of 15 million people in the world that have learned Salesforce, that you make up the Trailblazer community. So how do you stand out? How are you seen and heard and valued within this ecosystem? I want you to think about how you can build out your personal brand and how you can demonstrate that you're part of this community, how you can do this through giving back um, and how you can ask and share for expertise and how you can build your network of peers. So you want to show that you are part of this ecosystem, that you have something to share, that you have something to help people with, that you equally lean in and ask for help um, and that people recognize and value that and that you bring that to the ecosystem. So think about how you can embed Salesforce's values in how you work, how you can echo them, um, and talk about that within any job interview, talk about that within any performance review that you have with a company, any promotional opportunity that you might have, because ultimately you need to stand out. You know, you need to showcase the work that you're doing because this will help you increase your salary, will help justify a salary increase, will help you decide where you need to go next and you want people to choose you. So I hope that's been really useful for you to think about how you can really be successful in your career. I hope you've enjoyed the four part series um, and everything that we've covered throughout it. If you loved the show, please do rate and review it um, on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. And if we can help you launch and accelerate your Salesforce career, then please do give us a visit at supermans.org. Reach out to us. We'd love to have a chat with you and help you achieve that average Salesforce bracket above and beyond um, as soon as reasonably possible. So look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care and have a great day. Bye.